And now, on with the show. that I was rude. You were staring at me. <laughs> I was mesmerized by your beauty. They will always only be you. They came as fast as they could. There's been a terrible accident. Alexei's son has been hit by a train. A train? He's claiming his son was murdered. I am sure you realize murder is strictly a captain's disease. There is no murder in this country. There is no murder. Do you understand? Someone has slaughtered my son! And you do nothing! The killer is still out there. I have to find him. I'm coming with you. I thought you might want to know. There's been another one. I need your help. Why are these children so important? This animal, he will not stop killing. How are you gonna bring him to justice? Just the two of you? Somebody has to. Another child could die any moment. I will stop him. Ages 9 to 14. 43, you know. 44. My friend's son was murdered too. Hey everybody, welcome uh, to the podcast. Uh, that's right. We got we all our podcast. giggles out already. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's, teared that's, up. That's, that's, what you, that's what you think. I got all my giggles. God, it's a real stupid show. Hi everybody. Welcome to Gary Old Old Winter. Old, old Man, Man Winter. Winter. Yeah. We've managed to find another movie with so Gary Oldman barely in it. The name. Every time. Yeah, I think what percentage was old. in movies. What percentage was the Well, this is our heaviest Oldman concentration. I still think it's maybe like it's up twenty five percent. Yeah. I feel like his character was like inconsequential in this movie. Yeah. Like he's yeah. barely in this he got movie. Got a job at the end. Like I feel like got your job. boy didn't get murdered to death. Yeah. I so we watched what was this Child, Child 44. 44. This is a movie so we wanted to watch the prequel to Club 51. We wanted to watch Lost in Space Club but 51. Club 50, 54. You're getting the confused movies, with the movies Formula 51. This is a movie Gogs loves. He owns. I do. And I do. <laughs> um, but no, we wanted to watch Lost in Space, but it's another one of these guys. Can you fix your hoodie string because you give me a fucking panic attack? <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Um, no, them shits. <laughs> we've uh, we come across yet another movie that's like in the weird rental black hole. Yeah, uh, we've come across so many of these. I I didn't know that existed until this show. You know, yeah, who thought you couldn't get lost in space in this area? Yeah, right. Uh, uh, this only. So we couldn't get lost Boy. in space, and then we were gonna watch uh, Dark Knight. We didn't watch the Dark Knight because it was too long. And this so we was watched too this long. movie that was two hours and seventeen minutes. It instead, good, it was a good ten minutes shorter. I got robbed of my pick. Gog's almost. Well, you can pick next week. You get nope. two picks. I picked the Book of Eli. You get two okay, picks. Okay, that's what I was gonna Soul. pick anyway. Fine. Gog's almost bought a movie that he already owns. Have two more weeks. Yeah, Gog's almost bought the Dark Knight instead of walking three feet <laughs> to grab it off the shelf. I was comfortable. I was sitting there. That's a great, that's a great bit. Uh, so yeah, we watched Child 44, which stars Tom Hardy, which yeah, that, yeah. that's really why we watched it. Right. It's like, seems, oh, Tom Hardy and Gary Oldman? Sure. Right. Uh, with mixed, with mixed results, I would say. But uh, let's get into what we watched. Uh, Alec! Out. Nice. So um, cool. Hold on. He wasn't ready. Like uh, this doesn't happen every week. Gotta pull it up on my notepad. <laughs> oh, I watched three movies. Ooh, Coming in three and five. Yep. But actually, just three. <laughs> okay. Um, number one, Killing Gustav. Ooh. Oh, I wanted to see it, but I heard it sucks. Based it's, on that mask, funny, is it? It's weird. It's off that mask. <laughs> that is a Call of Duty World War Two joke. Holy fuck! <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's Jesus. all about killing a big ass tank. Yeah. <laughs> a big gun. What was it about? It's about a bunch of hitmen trying to kill like the king hitman, like in the world, the best hitman in the world. Oh, so it's the plot of No More Heroes. Yeah. Who's played by Arnold? But and he doesn't show up to the very end. Oh. And also Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. It's also the plot of uh, Tokyo Drifter. Oh, that's a really cool movie. Tokyo Drift. It's the same pro- plot of that movie, too. It's the plot of every movie. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's the plot of every movie. But it's but it's kill the movie that has Sling Boy in it. Yeah. <laughs> Lucas Black. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's know right. His, I don't that's know right. his real name. That's his name. No, that no, wait, is his what's name. his name in the movie? Sling Boy. Slido. His name is Slido. Slido. Oh, I can't wait to make that picture. No, no, that's a good one. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I didn't think you were going to surpass yourself with Google Dungleflex, but now Slido. Slido the sideways driver. Slido. Oh, I, hate, I hate you so much because I love you so much. Jesus Christ. Slot. He's got the mind of a child. Oh, so much for having the giggles out before the show. <laughs> I know he's going to say something that stupid that soon. I know. Oh, guys, you ruined everything. Uh, anyway, how was uh, killing Gustav? It was. Was Arnold the titular Gustav? <coughs> yes. Is there anyone in it? Uh, no, we're just him. <laughs> Taron Killam wrote and directed it. And got oh. from SNL. Yeah, is it a comedy? Yeah. Okay, okay. That's his directorial debut. Um, Bobby Moynihan's in it. Oh, I like it. Bobby Moynihan! <laughs> He's a toast! Colby Smulders is in Ooh, it. Ooh, big fan. I like that. Who's she married to? Oh, she's married the to game. somebody famous? Married. Triple H. She's married to Triple H. No, I'm not. Yeah, Stephanie. I'm at the acting game, but that's fine. Oh, I thought you meant one of the rappers. <laughs> no. Is he still around the game? I think so. He's probably stabbing people at award shows. Yeah. Well, well, I think um, he's T.I. now. Colby Smolders is... 
That's that's prime. Yeah. Then a bunch of other people who are not famous. She's in the Marvel movies, famous. right? As yeah, she's on um, Maria Hill. Oh yeah, her and that Maria Hill get up can get. I love Maria Hill. I don't really. She's married much. to titular Terry no, Killiam. Oh, they're married. Good yeah. on him. Wow, good he, for him. He definitely hit outside of his weight class. Yeah. What does Terry Killiam look like? He's like a handsome Ricky Gervais. You gotta be real funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, not as funny as Ricky Gervais. No, shots. The movie's not bad. It's worth a watch. It's free on Amazon. Watch? Oh, it's on. It's, it's worth a watch. It's like an hour and twenty-five minutes. I think. I didn't know it's it was on Prime. Doesn't take doesn't take long at all. I think they just put it on there. I watch yeah. it. Prime, man. I tell you what. Every week I'm surprised. I'm on Amazon way more than I'm on Netflix. Yeah, same. I, I think my kids like I watch a TV show. Oh, on I can't Netflix. cancel Netflix. Yeah, same. Prime's a jam. Yeah, I like Prime a lot. I can't watch Rest of Development on Prime. Ooh, we can watch it on. Just Hulu? Netflix. Netflix. Well, oh, they Sunday. did that original well, season. Well, does it still have It's Always Sunny? Hulu. Yeah, all right, so I gotta keep Hulu. Great. Hulu. Super so you gotta keep all three. I keep all of them. So you're right. Yeah, you are. I got rid of you because I wasn't watching anything yeah. on you. Yeah, it's. So I canceled it. I watched the season. I was thinking about another. Another football season's until, uh, over and then get rid of you. Every time I need to watch like, some West kind of sporting event, I come up with a new email address to get another free preview of you. Yeah, that makes sense. You're smart man. Anything else? Uh, yeah, I watched... I know you watched one Number thing. two. We watched it together. Number oh, two. I, I watched 47 oh. meters down. Down. Shot, what is that in feet? Like 151 feet. Uh, what they call that? I don't know about metrics. <laughs> How was that? How about the band metrics? yards down. Ooh, I like the band metrics. Fan. Then I could do the conversion. Um... That's a shark. That's a yeah. shark movie. Yeah, it's a shark movie. It was fine. Like, it's kind of shark. It's not as good as The Shallows, but similar. Like, better, better, better than The Deep. Didn't see that. What's The Deep? The, that oh. Robert Shaw movie. Just make it stop. Jaws? No, there's another Robert Shaw movie Better called The Deep, that. based on another book by Peter Benchley. Or really? You're yeah. Or is The Deep the one with the octopus? Oh no! Is The Deep the one with the shark people? Oh, I think, uh, I'm way more interested in the No, I swear to, I'm like not making a joke. Five there, seconds there is a there's a Peter Benchley uh book that's about Peter Benchley sucks the guy that wrote Jaws. That is great. Wow. Undersea adventure about a couple who become involved in a dangerous conflict with treasure hunters when they discover shipwreck in Walter. I'd watch that. Sorry, Robert Shaw. No, the there, Beast. There's literally a Nick movie. Nolte. The Beast has the dude from CSI. There's I don't a remember his name. But they killed the octopus with a with a chainsaw, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a, a TV mini. There's a Peter Benchley uh, book that turned into a movie that's about shark men. Ooh. What's it called? Like that. It's called Street Sharks. Streak Sharks. Streak Sharks, Sharks, the movie? No, I don't remember. Anthony listens. He knows what I'm talking about. Because hey, dummy Anthony, text one of us now. <laughs> text us now in the future to the past. Yes. Well, now we know when he listens because he'll text us. You're one of those FTP texts. I know he listens. He tells me all the time. Oh. Well, now we'll know when he listens. Yeah, I tell you I listen too. No, you don't. <laughs> you, you flat out say you don't listen. And then you tell me that when you're not on the show, you have even less interest to listen. So you don't listen to the shows you're on, and you have even less interest in listening to the no, shows No, he said he not. listens to the shows he's on. He just isolates himself. <laughs> he doesn't listen to everybody. And he sporadically likes Logan. Yes. So, in, fine, cool, so in and out. 47 meters down. Is it found footage? It's fine. No. It's a, just no, a regular, regular ass movie. Yeah, it's a regular Anyone ass movie. Anyone of merit in it? It's some uh, uh, Mandy Moore. Boo. Pass. What's his name? Yeah. 
The guy who was the the coward cop in the last Batman movie. Why am I forgetting? That's Modine. That's Modine. But pretty much, most of the movie is just two girls stuck in a cage at the mm. bottom of the ocean. Two oh, girls they got in stuck, cage? That, they got stuck in a shark cage. Yeah, and like they were Richard shark Dreyfus. They were shark diving, and like the cage broke off of the thing. That's oh, terrifying. They're in the yeah. cage. Cage goes in the water. Shark goes. Who's in the, the other girl? girl? Shark goes in the water. Goes shark in, the water. in the water. No, they put it there. So no, wait, they're under one of those water the whole movie. Yeah. So it's all sound language. How the hell? Yeah. They're oh, the dry suits. Yeah, they're like scuba. So they're talking. They're the dry mask suits. You can talk in those. But then, like. To let them know they're they're still alive and they need a rescue, they like have to swim out of the cage up high enough that they to can wave commute. at the boat. It's not, it's not a well started. It's not a horrible premise. It's it's the movie's fine. It's another. It's a short movie. I I like shark movies. Yeah, I'm terrified of sharks, but I like shark when movies. When did it come out? Like maybe this summer? this year. I have heard this premise. Yeah, maybe in the spring. Mm. It's okay. <laughs> shark. Why don't you watch, watch that? It's worth a watch. I watched it on Amazon, but I saw it today it's on Netflix too. Is it a prime? <sighs> Yeah. We should do Shark. It's on Netflix, so all shark <laughs> movies all marks. Not bad. There's <laughs> a deep blue sea. We've watched all there's four an Jaws. No, there's an Italian Jaws that I've been dying to watch. I can't remember the name of it. Jaws. 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 Damn it. But no, well, <laughs> Manja you know for sharks. Like, like every damn like popular movie, there's like an Italian yeah. knockoff. There's an Italian knockoff Jaws I've been meaning to watch for What's years. What's the Italian word for Jaws? Like, my needle How the fuck am I supposed to know? That's probably my needle Anything else, Alex? Uh, yeah, I watched the movie. Oh, I know what you watched. No, a little, little movie. Um, the Shape of Water. I will chime in on The this Shape of Water. Since I watched it with water. Alec. And me and Gogs weren't invited. Nope. Nope. Right. Mm. It was very good. Uh-oh, sounds like a thinking man's movie. No, well, you got it. Not really. No. Good. Was there a it monster? Was- Yes. Yes. The monster looked awesome. You know the there's a monster. Awesome. You saw the trailer. Nope. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't. I don't, I don't. You haven't seen the trailer for Shape of Water. That is 100 percent correct. I, I don't believe that at all. You've seen movies, right? They show that that, that movie was that trailer was in front of every goddamn it was movie. Of Star Wars. I don't know what it's about. It's about a woman that fucks a fish monster. <laughs> she falls in Soul. love with a creature from the Black Lagoon. Soul! She's you legitimately mean? haven't seen this trailer? No! I've been with you to movies that just showed this trailer. Blanked out! I don't so, know. when a movie opens... Yes. And in the first 15 seconds, there is full frontal female nudity in a scene of furious masturbation, I'm in. Yeah. Sign me up and throw away the key. It is, the movie's very... It's fantastic. I see why he's getting all kinds of award stuff. Who, who, who directed that? Yeah, GDT. Oh, love that guy. Billy of the Bull. <laughs> directed movies. <laughs> directed movies. Yeah. It, uh, it's like I loved it. It's 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 not what I expected, but it's still very good. Yeah. It's like a rom com for moms. I have to. I agree hundred percent. I love this movie like completely. They like. If this, you know, this is going to be a recurring statement for this segment, because if I saw this before our end of the year show last year, it would have made the list. It's incredible. Was it a 2017 jammer? Yeah. Very end of 2017. Sorry. But, like, this is a very special movie. This, to me, is the second best Guillermo del Toro movie. Like, I loved it. Besides, uh... Pacific Rim. Pants Lamb. Pants Lamb. Pants Lamb. Get it we die. Get it He didn't direct that. He didn't direct the second one. The second one. He directed the first one. Which sucks. I'll agree. Bet you the second one's better than the first one. Probably. Pacific Rim 2. Because it's got that song in it. It's got that song. The sexy sister film. It goes Pants Labyrinth, this, and Hellboy 2 for me. What about Crimson Park? 
I did not care for that film at all. But Hellboy 2 is really good. We've talked about how much I didn't like that movie. Well, like Gosford Park. Takes. What's that? I don't know. Gosford Park? <clears throat> Fine. He yeah, what was Gosford Park? Uh, I mean, Michael Shannon in this is amazing. The, the, the girl that plays the mute girl is really, really name. good. It's like Sally Jenkins or and, Sally something. Just and I, real. she's so good. Like, Alec and I both have the same state, like, thought, walking out. We're like, is she really mute? And she's not. But, like, it cares. Is she like, a talker? It, how IR, hard is she IRL, to guess. But, I mean, it shows, like, like to be able to carry, like, that kind of, we <laughs> talked about it with, like, Tom Hardy with his just, like, eye movement. Yeah. And how he's, like, a good, like, in all of Dunkirk, he was, like, a great actor just kind of with his his body language and his eyes. Like, how hard is it to carry a movie where you can't speak? Ruby Rose did it in John Wick 2. She carried that movie? Jesus Christ. I would disagree with that. Is it weird, like, for your birthday this year, I'm going to get a tattoo of Batista from Blade Runner that says, best part of the movie. And it's your present. It's my tattoo, but it's your present. I watched it the other day. Like, TJ's like, did you... See the Batista part of the best part was like yeah after I watched back through the desk out the window <laughs> in the woods, in the which woods. I thought was a fun little part. <laughs> but Shape Shape of the Water to me is a very special movie, and I think it's a movie that I would it, like to see that. That must have been fun. When it comes out, Jesus <laughs> oh, baby. When it comes out, it's something I'm gonna buy and revisit a lot. Like it, it manages to uh, maintain it maintains a tone that I don't think. Does it redeem Del Toro after his well, yeah, kind I mean, of like blue movies? Well, I mean, yeah. I, I think that the guy, it, honestly, like, I think it, it's frustrating because he can do stuff like this because this movie is funny. This movie is very serious. It earns a lot of emotional weight when you're a Griac like that. Yeah. Like, there's a, there's a love story in this that's like, on paper, you're like, that eh, doesn't make any sense. But, like, you really feel it with the characters. It also it's ends with. Yeah, that's true. Doesn't make any sense. But it really like I don't yeah, want to fish monsters. Nice. Told to I don't want to. I don't want to that to be in person. Did your dad see her dad committing a crime of some sort? <laughs> I don't want to give too much away, but it ends in a really fitting, beautiful way. Like I, I love the movie completely. Also, part of it Does takes she place have, in like Oliver Sacks' brain disease, where she Jeez. thinks you're some kind of like funny hat. <laughs> Part of the movie takes place in Baltimore, which is fun. There's a fun oh, line where Michael well, Shannon says, no one likes Baltimore, where everybody yeah, in the theater yeah, could laugh at The, the wife's like, yeah, I, I kind of like it here. He's like, no one likes Baltimore. But, and Michael Shannon, we, I mean... I was a review well, where talk about if that character wasn't played by Michael Shannon, it would be this kind of, like, rote, boring, evil guy. No, it's, but, it's, like, with it, him, it totally... It's totally his performance. Yeah. And, I like, the thing is, is that, I mean, we've... It's the well, same reviewer also said, I love Michael Shannon more than life itself. It's wow. well-traveled ground that, like, we love Michael Shannon, but he really is a gem. Yeah. And he he takes this part, and I, get, and I, I agree that... Kind the material, the material's not yeah. that well written for him, but he really elevates it. Um, the guy that was the dad in Step Step uh, Step yeah, Brothers, Richard Jenkins. Yeah, he plays a gay character, which isn't the hello Frisco. Like, <laughs> he's just a guy. He's just a guy. Don't be afraid to fuck that sea monster. But it's great because like he's just a guy. He's a guy that's gay. Yeah, in, like it's not in like the, the, in the, the no, I think it's like the, think it's like the no, it's 50s. the 60s oh, during the, the civil 60s. rights movement. So it's yeah. the early 60s. But I mean, how great is it? We've talked about that before. Yeah. How. Like, it's nice when you have, like, a character It's like, oh, he's gay, and he's having, like, this is... Yeah, this he doesn't have to take somebody on a private jet to explain that he's gay. <laughs> yeah, so I'm Mr. Robot. But I, I don't know, like, I think Alec... I, I bet you're wondering why I brought you on this flight. Well, I'm a homosexual. <laughs> he's not making that up. That is a actual plot point in Mr. Robot, out of nowhere. The first episode. Yeah. Um, but I love this movie. I it, It's a 10. I thought it was incredible. I, yeah, I, I agree. Love it. It's phenomenal. You didn't say dog. <laughs> 
Sorry. It, well, it's not official. Oh, okay. this is, we didn't review it. This, isn't, this isn't a canon. But, uh, sorry. <laughs> Non-canon I, review. It's, it, I didn't mean... I, I figured I'd just jump in. EU some, review. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think the trailers... Like, the trailers gave you kind of a sense of what it what was. What trailer? Shut oh. up. <laughs> they didn't do justice to how good the movie is and really what it's about. But I think at the same time, I respect that because, like, one... Well, we're going to talk about a movie you and I watched where I'm glad I knew nothing about same. it. Like, same thing with uh, another movie you watched, The uh, <clears throat> It Comes at Night. Like, I found these movies that I'm sort of confused sure. about much better. But they're, the... the, the um, the Shape of Water is like way more sexual than I expected. Yeah, it's mm. a it's a mm. Cold War it's a Cold War movie. Yeah, which the trailers I didn't I had no idea, mm-hmm. but I loved it. Well, they do mention the Russians in it. <clears throat> in the trailer, yeah. yeah. But we gotta it, get it before the Russians. Yeah. I highly recommend it. It's it's fantastic. It's a it you know what Del Toro in his wheelhouse is good at these kind of like. Modern day He's the guy fables. that Tim Burton wishes he could be. I mean, that's what it feels like, right? Yeah. Like to me, like this movie in a in a this is a, this it's is, a fairy tale. This is a better version of Edward Scissorhands yeah. in a very strange way, but that's what this movie felt right. like to me. Like a a kind of let's take a Edward fairy tale. Hands. <laughs> let's take let's take like a fairy tale <laughs> fairy tale aesthetic, but let's apply Ooh, it to like a modern it. timeline. I think yeah, Edward Scissorhands even takes place in the sixties, doesn't it? Yeah, like, I think the fifties, sixties yeah. are the same. It, it's really, really good. I, I, I highly recommend it. I loved it. I thought it was great. It's got a lot of French music in it. How many kabooms before you get to the slogs? Because like it's there's like no slog. This movie, all this, this movie moves. There, did it you moves. think there was any downtime in this movie? There wasn't any downtime, but there were some bits that they probably could have cut. I feel I don't know. Maybe it's even old, but I feel like every movie could have like a half hour cut. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I feel like it, I feel like, it, it, like I, there was no part where I felt like it grown, but it probably didn't need all the stuff with the Russians. Yeah. Russians had, like, there was like four or five scenes that seemed felt felt like the same scene over and over. I, I could see that, but it, but it, it, even it didn't still, like. I didn't. I wasn't like bored with it. I was just when I got out of the movie, I was like, oh, that was like two hours and twenty minutes long. It could have been two hours. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then I could have been drinking. It didn't feel <laughs> long, and we did have delicious Mexican food. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Anything else? I'm done. That was my last movie. Gox. Is that all you watched? No, I'm gonna wait. I'll go around because Sean. The only other movie I watched, Sean watched, so I'll jump on his segment. I jumped on your jumped on your segment. Uh, I watched I think a bunch of movies everyone's already watched, so let's go through it. I watched Lego Batman. It's real it's good, fun. Right? I didn't think that I didn't have the problem with the Zach Galifianakis Joker. It's a little weird. Oh, yeah, nobody, gonna, nobody. Had I did. A problem I just said it wasn't very good. Oh, I didn't even remember you saying that yeah. when you talked about it. Uh, but I didn't realize how much they were going to spotlight the basically love story. The love story bit was pretty. Oh, that's the best part of the movie. It's about great. the homosexual yeah. relationship between Joker and Batman. But it's it was, hilarious. It's, it's funny that they those guys making those Lego Batman are nailing it. That was unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Lego Batman was. Wait, and I think, Sarah didn't your crazy ass say on Facebook it was the, weren't you one of these people that said it's the best Batman movie? I just saw it. He just saw it yesterday. And no, you posted something about it. I said it was very. I said it was fire, 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 one hundred. Oh, that's, that, that's, that's a fair. That's a, that's the that is a fair. That is a fair assessment. Um, but Michael Sarah is a fun. Gox got two rings. Fire, 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 one hundred, and I didn't understand it. Unless third, Dave Batista involvement. Oh yeah. Well, that's fire, 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 one hundred. Yeah. It's just passed. Yeah. It's just it's a little picture of tiny glasses. There's a, it's Fire 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 100 and then a little emoji of a Batista bomb. <laughs> um, but no, it's really good. Michael Sarah was really good. In it. Everyone's really, real. all the voice acting is really funny in it. 
Jokes were good. They weren't like too. It's funny you point out Michael Sarah and not Will Arnett. Well, Will Arnett's already been like You've exposed in the it. previous yeah, light, right? Fair, fair. Michael Sarah is like either something about his Robin and Dick Grayson that's like really endearing and funny because he's playing George Michael as yeah. Robin. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I really like. No, that. it was I cool. It was, I thought it was fun. And I guess that's all real anim. They're animating it with. No. They're not stop motion. No, it's all yet. computer. Oh, okay. yeah, I feel like you asked that last time too. It's just yeah, like the real Lego movie. Like they just they just CGI'd it. I mean it looks like it, but, but it, I, 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 I dig the I dig the aesthetic. Um those Lego movies have been great. The I, bit I, where Chick Rock sets the, the bomb the, and he goes, I did something. <laughs> I kinda wanna see the goddamn Ninjago movie. I heard it, that's not very good. That's a shame. Um so it's all that. I watched uh I watched The Shape of Water. We'll see you, Sean. Yeah. Um, which I'd never heard you of. You didn't watch The Shape of Water. Where is he going? <laughs> home. Oh. So I watched, uh, um, uh, what's the thing? Bear Revenge. It, com- I, it Comes at Night? No, Reven- I did watch Reven- that, but I watched Reven- the, Reven- oh, the Revenant. The Revenge. That movie is gorgeous. Yes, it's Bear very good. Revenge. <laughs> Bear Revenge. I'm surprised they didn't just go with the title Bear Revenge. But that movie is, like, super pretty and... Like just violent shit. Yeah, I mean it's um, it's one of those things where it's the it's a timepiece, right? Like it, it is as brutal as it probably was back then. But it's like horrifyingly yeah. brutal. But uh, I I thought Domhnall Gleeson once again was tremendous. I still don't understand why he's so bad at general. I don't discuss it because it's just got it's a it's a choice. That's a good guy. I, it's right. like I said last week. The guy is a great actor. It's just that I think they're telling him to do, you know, that's... He art. Yeah. Tom Hardy, awesome. I think Leo was great in it, but I think Tom Hardy was the best part. I agree. Um, other than the bear. Other than the bear, yeah. And, you know, all the, you know, it's all about people saving their family, including the bear, so I get it. You ever um, read the true story about that guy? I read the Wikipedia page. How, like, that guy, the real life, the real life story, he, like... <laughs> The real life story, the Leo character goes back to the Tom Hardy character and forgives him. He's like, yeah, it's cool. Yo, yeah, we're cool fam. Yeah. NBD. Do they have everything they needed to live or do they have just the bare necessities? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That bear went on to fly a plane. So, moving on to stories about children getting murdered, I watched uh, It Comes at Night. So do I. Um, no, you don't. That movie. I mean, by my own hand. That movie. Literally. don't. That movie's heavy. It's it's basically, true. everything Sean said last week. That movie's fucking. It's a tough sit, but uh, Joel Edgerman is really, really. <laughs> Sean just spit up all over the fucking carpet. <laughs> Joel, Joel Edgerton is Joel Edgerman, the guy that's constantly Joel Edgerman is constantly, constantly about to jizz. <laughs> that's why he always looks so mean. <laughs> that movie is—he uh, gives a wonderful performance. It's a quiet. It's a. I think maybe Sean described last week as like a quiet apocalypse. It's a. It's fucking scary and tense. And scary and tense or scary and tense? <laughs> scary. It's scary and intense. Like if you're watching it when it's scary, it's scary and tense. Um, everyone, I don't know. I, I, there's nobody else in it other than one. Well, I mean, one of a Morton Joe's wives, Riley, <coughs> Riley Coe, is in it. Um, 
But the, there's no one. There's no other Riley actress. Riley Cohn. Riley Keo, as they say. She it was. was she, the, she was the one that was in. Uh, oh, capable. Not the one that was in Neon Demon. The blonde. I don't think yes. so. Yes. Was that it? Is that the same actress? Doesn't matter. Anyway, it doesn't. But it doesn't matter. It small cast, None great movie, Freezos from Bezos. Everyone should check that out. And then I watched. Uh, Shot Caller. Shot Caller. Four movies. Yeah, Four you movies for God. Good job. Um, and Shot Caller started out really strong. And oh, Google Dungle Flex is really good in it. Riley Keough was also in Logan Lucky. She was the sister. That's it. Is she the one that Neon Dame? It was like Neon Dame. Neon Dame. Oh, it doesn't look like it. Oops. Um, but. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the wives was in Neon Demon. Uh. So, yeah, Google Dundaflex is good to start. <laughs> we're going to keep calling him that? Yeah, that's his name. Um, but that movie, so you watched it, right? Yeah, I liked it a lot. So, it's like a gritty prison Shitty. movie where it's kind of like a guy has to do whatever he has to do, whatever he can do to survive. There's not enough burnthal in it. Yes, but there is not enough burnthal in it. I, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but I don't understand. I mean, see? Two rights. <laughs> I don't get Google Dunlop's motivation at the end of the film to make the decisions he makes. Why? He's he's like he's got nothing left to lose, so he wants to ruin the guy's life. That like he he like what else has he got? So that he he takes down the guy like the biggest guy he can. So is it just a power trip? Yeah. Well, what else does he have? He's his life. He is... was free. No. He was not free. Well, you, you, he wants to get out from under his thumb. Yeah. So he pulls a fucking... Yeah, because if he... pulls he, a Matt Murdock, goes to prison, becomes the kingpin, like, that's the plan? Well, yeah, it's pretty... Because if he doesn't... his I mean, family, I get it. His family's gonna die. They, he tells... The, yeah. The, the big bad tells him that if he doesn't do this, his family's dead. But it seems like a useless... It seems like a needlessly complicated way to get there. How is that needlessly complicated? It could have flipped. He could have done all sort of, It doesn't matter. Because that would have made it less complicated. I don't understand how that's complicated. It's, it's very simple. Like... I don't. What what is complicated? What he ends up doing? Like he purposely, yeah. Like the his meth is way of going about it because so. it's the only way he can get to him because he's in that super high security, uh, like prison, solitary confinement. Yeah. Pri no, but like like that, literally outside of the jail in that. What's their yard for hanging outs? No, no, that's their cell. They, no, it is not. They do not, but but they have no contact inside the normal cell. That's correct. The only chance he'll ever get to get to him is out in that outside part. Yeah. So that's why he does it. I, I guess. So how else is he going to get to him? But it, the whole... What's he going to do? If he does anything else other than what that guy wants him to do, his family's going to die. I don't, I don't understand what's complicated about that. I mean, it's... I don't see why he couldn't just take the deal. Why he couldn't go into hiding. Why he couldn't because the guy it, are you talking about? Because the guy's so connected. That yeah, it wouldn't just, matter. Yeah, because he's okay. the fuck. Like the guy's already doing all this other shit from inside the jail. You think he's gonna like the cops are gonna stop him? Mm. I mean, if anything, the movie shows you that that everyone's corrupt. Everyone's turn. It's actually kind of like the movie we just watched. I don't know. To me, like it seems like standard prison like crime movie shit. I don't think it's that, like... Is it unrealistic in, like, real life? Yeah, maybe, but, like, in a movie, it seems pretty... The most unrealistic thing in that movie for me was that Google Dundleflex goes to maximum security prison for a fucking involuntary manslaughter charge. Yeah. That seems kind of ridiculous. But I love his little... I like the whole cross-cutting where he started and how he ended up... Where he ended up, like, his whole evolution into, like, yeah, I, this I, guy who... I think it's a good movie. I what was it? What... 
It was like if uh, if uh, Andy Dufresne joined the I Aryan Brotherhood. I can't fucking wait until fucking Game of Thrones starts up and I'll be like, man, I'm Jamie Lynch should Google double flush. <laughs> yeah, it, how good was the dude that, uh, I can't think of his name, that he was in Sicario and he was in Fargo Season 2, he's in Burn Notice, the guy that, that was... That guy like, is great. Yeah, he's really that good. That guy is fucking menacing and the guy shit. that plays the guy that plays Burn Notice yeah he's the lead yeah, yeah. he's not talking no about. I'm oh yeah, yeah you said in Burn Notice like yeah the guy who plays that, Burn like, Notice yeah. I don't know what <laughs> yeah um and the guy that played the ultimate boss he's he's from he's something he's in Mindhunter which is a great show but he's in some other, some other he's show he's in Fight Club he was that in was Alien it. 3 we talked about him before he's oh yeah, in, yeah, he's in Justice League he's in yeah he's in the first five minutes of Justice League he's wow. a big squarehead guy he's good he's really good in Mindhunters yeah, uh, he, yeah he has a good god that title is terrible that show is so good He's great in this movie too. He has a very minor, like he's only on screen for yeah. like a couple of minutes, but his presence. Well, well, he's also a shit house. Yes. The other thing I didn't like, maybe, was that he actually said like the whole end plot out loud. I was like, yeah. so that's why you did this to get to me. I'm like, well, that yeah. was unnecessary. I don't know. I mean, Holt McClendon. But I will say this: like, fuck it, that movie is brutal. Yeah, and that movie, it's, it's well, a good film. I liked it overall. I thought it was no, awesome. I liked it in general. Yeah. I, uh, I I still I still hold fast that Google Dundaflex and John Barenthal should have changed roles. Swap. I would I would have liked a lot more. Barenthal is way better. And I like Google Dundaflex was good. Man. He was fine, but wouldn't you rather see Barenthal oh, in that role? Always. Like yeah. And every time every time the two of them are on screen together, you're like, well, that guy's way, Barenthal's way more interesting than Google Dundaflex. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's that Lake Bell we're calling him. Oh, I'm not. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's it. Okay. Lake Bell. Anything mm. else, guys? Lake no. Bell. Mm. <laughs> 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 Two enthusiastic thumbs up for that one. Anything else? Nope. That's the four movies I watched. I thought that was pretty good. That is pretty good. <laughs> no, I'm trying to. Des- I'm actually trying to do yeah. homework. I try to watch a movie a week, at least a movie a week. Sean, I watched three movies. Three films. Yeah, I watched uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which That's I don't think we talked about. Pretty good. Heard yeah, can, we talk, can we talk more about it? <laughs> I can't wait to get my friggin' Gog's birthday tattoo. It's a sad. Is that a good movie. present for your birthday? I mean, I'd rather take cash, but you do whatever you have to do. I think it'd be hilarious. It's a sad movie, but it's more sad when you know all the beats that are coming. It's more sad that you know that Ridley Scott's really going to try to make a third one. Yeah, and then thinks it's too long, and Robin Hood is two and a half hours long. I mean, you just cherry picked Robin Hood, but like most of his movies are way too fucking long. Prometheus is only two hours. I looked that up after your post, and I was like, "You're kidding me." (laughs) But you know what? The version we watched for the show is longer because we watched the director's cut. So how long do you want it to be? Oh. I think I was saying something on Facebook. It's like Ridley Scott's like your dad just don't let you use the barbecue grill by yourself. <laughs> Ridley Scott sucks. I wish I'd seen the movie in the theater one more time, but it's still one of the best movies I think ever made by human beings. It's very, very good. By human beings, a thousand monkeys and a thousand typewriters might be able to knock that one off. the best of times is the blur sometimes. <laughs> you <laughs> stupid monkey. Uh, I watched I, Tanya. You could have been invited. I want to see that. Yeah. How was it? It was really good. Really, really good. I was one saw it today. So and I hate biopics generally. I didn't even like Sunscreen. Where'd you see it? I had to go to the Regal and Crofton. Oh, God. It's only playing there in like Silver Spring. Yeah. Is that one of the huge ones? They have like a ton of screens? Uh, it's like a 14 and they don't have like the good seats. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. 
Um, spoiled it by AMC. Yeah, it was like yeah. if Wes Anderson directed a movie about poor people. You hate Wes Anderson. I know, but like, I don't like... Again, I don't think the guy's incompetent, but I think he makes the same movie over and over again. He's making this movie that's animated that's about an island of Japanese dogs that looks amazing. Okay. Me and Alex saw the trailer before the movie. Before dogs are too fun. rich. But there, it's like uh, the Phantasmus. It's a stop motion. Yeah. It looks awesome. Like it's a good movie. It's there, good, but there's one problem with it. It's a Wes Anderson movie. Boom. Yeah, there's a lot of camera moves in it, which wouldn't be remarkable, except for this kind of movie generally doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. So it makes it a lot more visually interesting than it should be. There's a lot of fourth wall breaking work, but in an interesting way, it's kind of gimmicky. But it, they do it well, where they're like in the middle of a scene and they'll stop and talk to you. So it's more of like an American I Splendor was about to say, that like than American a Splendor. Ray. Okay, if that makes sense. No, about a Wolf sense. of Wall Street. Uh, I haven't seen the Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, that's specifically what American Splendor does. I, f- I saw like the first 10 minutes of it, I was like, this is way too Scorsese for me right now. Then never mind. Because it's like very Scorsese. Well, don't get any less Scorsese I mean, I might have just not been in the mood. You ratchets it. Well, you would come over and watch it sometime. Yeah, Margot Robbie's in both. How yeah. is she? She She's released excellent. them hounds? Um, does not. Shame. Um, Sebastian stands in it and kind of steals the movie. Oh, he's. Hell yeah, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah. He plays uh, Jeff Galuli. It's cool because like everybody's <laughs> ratcheted up to eleven, but the the people, the real people, are so absurd. Right. So it doesn't feel like she's doing an impression. It feels like she's playing a character, but the person itself is kind of a character, so it works. Right. Is there any stunt cat? Is Nancy Kerrigan somebody that you know, mm-hmm. or is just no? Something? She's the rock. Bobby Cannavale plays a hard copy reporter because oh, I like Bonnie, Bobby Cannavale. It's kind of shot like he's got huge. It's also shot like sort of a documentary too. So like. Huh. What they did was they mimicked these real interviews that the people Kinda involved like American Splendor. It's yeah. a lot like American Splendor. That's why I like it so much. Alice and Janney's really, tap. really good. Oh, Alice and Janney's always good. But it's still, it's really it's dark, so... but funny at the same time. And of course, because I'm a fucking mess, I laugh at scenes you're probably not supposed to. There's a scene where Alice and Janney and uh, uh, Harley Quinn are fighting over breakfast. And Alice and Janie takes a steak knife and throws it, and it just cuts to it sticking in her arm, and I'm like, <laughs> laugh my ass off. <laughs> but no, it's a, it's very, very, very good. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I generally don't like biopics, but aside from American Explorer, there's not like many that I actually like. Like, I don't like Ray, I don't like no. Walk the Line. I like Walk the Line. Nah, I don't think it's very good. Do you like Walk Hard? Yes. I love Walk Hard. It's the best biopic. He likes biopics of fictional characters. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, yeah. I feel about Tally Knight's. Uh, is that a, a biopic? It's, it's, it's the ballad of Ricky Bobby. I mean, I'm a, I mean that's really that's just a regular movie, but sure. Agree, <laughs> <laughs> disagree. You know what I like? It's not a good movie. It's but have you ever seen that that Dennis Quaid fucking uh, Jerry Lee Lewis movie? Oh, Great Balls of Fire. That's such a great movie. The Aviator. <laughs> It's not a good movie. No. It's him and Winona Ryder as his thirteen-year-old wife or whatever. Yeah. It's but it's so Weird. it's so cheesy and by stupid. Luke no, I don't think so. <laughs> but it's Luke and like Bissant. Dennis Quaid, who's a pretty good actor, is just like really bad and like yeah. hamming it up. Well, so the real Jerry Lee Lewis is such a fucking maniac. Like right. he Michael showed Lewis. up at Graceland at like three thirty in the morning one time, drunk, firing a pistol at the gates, <laughs> yelling, "Somebody wake Fat Boy up! Tell him the killers here." <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of par for the course back in those days. Elvis yeah. was fucking out of his mind, too. But the only other movie I watched was, um, the last... Th- you don't have anything else to talk about nope. besides this. Was The Black Coat's Daughter. So good. 
Which is a movie I never would have watched except it was on a year-end list for somebody. It's the same reason Who's I watched it. Red Letter Media. Yeah. I thought you guys said those guys suck. When have we ever... We love those guys. Oh. You were just saying that like right before he went on air. Yeah. No. Don't, don't, don't. don't Did you throw. say that one in the bathroom? First nope. you're going to invite me to the movie yeah. and then we're talking shit. Then when he went upstairs to get a soda, he said yeah. it again. He yeah. just keeps saying it. I love Red Letter Media. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Who's the guys that you hate? I don't know. We hate movies? F this movie. We like those No, too. we like F this movie. We like F this movie. <laughs> F these boys. You don't no, I love that. the F these that's boys. What the, that's what the next movie is. I don't know what y'all are talking about. about. I'm trying to start some podcast rivalry. <laughs> <That's>, Rumble? <laughs> they don't even know we exist. I doubt you can start a rivalry. Well, that's some how, of them do. That's how you no, make well, yeah. know we exist. You gotta, you gotta, we gotta be the upright. But I don't wanna... We gotta like, kick proverbial sand in their like, digital eyes. Kick like bad podcasts. Don't Why would like, you like, slash film? But nobody listens to bad podcasts. How are we gonna get our dude to be the man? You gotta be the man. I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, like the Rock said. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Sean, keep talking, please. Um, <laughs> the Black Coat's daughter is directed by Oswald Perkins. Oswald Perkins, who is the son of Anthony Perkins, which shocked me because Anthony Perkins is a notorious homosexual. What well, about T.J. Perkins? No, but he's like an old Hollywood <laughs> yeah, homosexual, so... It. And then died of AIDS, cancer, AIDS. Yeah, I mean, he's a Hollywood ho- homosexual, so he yeah. had kids. They had that super... I saw Hollywood homosexual. They, they, they had to have super Different movies. Josh Hartnett. Oswald Perkins. Oswald Perkins. This is apparently his... Yeah. So this is kind of weird. So this movie, The, the Black Coat's Daughter... It was made before... It was made before... So this movie has apparently been on the shelf for that, like three years. Um... So there's a movie that's on Netflix that I actually talked about, which I hated, called I'm the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. I, I hated the movie. He directed that. That's his second movie. Okay. His first movie is his Black Coat's Daughter that I think is, well, we're going to talk about it. I think the movie's flat out brilliant. Well, kind of um, like a driller killer scenario, right? No, I know, but that doesn't go backwards usually. Oh fuck! Yeah, this movie he Abel, made first. It came out later. Yeah, Abel Ferrara got better after yeah. the Drilling Killer. I mean, oh, we yeah. we love Bad Lieutenant. Yeah, we do. This forty five really good too. And uh, Fear City. Fear City was great. Fear City bitch. King of New York. Bitch. Yeah, King of New York's fucking. Yeah. yeah, we love Abel good. Ferrara. Yeah, we liked big it. fans. Fucking uh, Fear City was awesome. Fear yeah. City was awesome. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, the one with the karate serial King killer. Oh yeah, that was that really was good. good. You're not gonna watch this movie, right? Hmm? You're probably not. Gonna I watch think this movie. you'd like. You, you know, I know that you're against, like, not against, but you're not into horror movies. This nope. is more of like a suspense. It's hard to talk about it though without spoiling. I don't spoil it. I don't care. No, don't spoil it. But I don't even because know. I want people to watch. Is it. it a spoiler to talk about what the movie's about? Yes. Mm. I, I try. So they both like to go watch the movie. All I'm saying is try to I talk, love this. Try movie. to talk around it. So only reason I'm saying is because you and I both kind of went into this yeah. basically blind. We Red Letter talked about almost it. death. Well, too. We hate. We don't hate them. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Please stop saying that. <laughs> I genuinely, I really like them. And if they like thought I didn't like them, it would hurt my feelings. Hey, Red Letter sucks. And Milwaukee sucks. And if they don't like it, they come down and lick our assholes. <laughs> Um, but anyway, they mentioned it on a list, so I was like, "All right, I'll check it out." Yeah. And I didn't really know anything about it, so I like going into it. I was like, genuinely shocked at like what it's about. It's some because I'm sorry, find you talk, out I'm, the, I'm, I'm like, so I'm watching it, and it gets to the point where you find out what kind of movie it is. 
And I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of dumb, because those movies are generally kind of dumb. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, it's still pretty good, and it goes, and then it comes to a point where we talk about this all the time, it's like, oh, this is where the movie's supposed to end. And then it goes on. And the thing it goes on to, it's like, well, one, if you're going to do this, it should have been at the beginning. And two, like, just fucking end it. You don't need this part. But then what happens immediately after that redeems the whole coda, the it, type of movie it is, amazing. and turns it from, like, a, a pretty good movie to, like, a sort of brilliant movie. Uh, I think a, almost a masterpiece. Yeah. I would say. This movie, I've never, I don't even know if I could even compare it to another movie where it constantly plays with your, your expectations. It subverts all your expectations. Every single time there's something, so, I'm again, I'm trying to talk around the movie. But it is then, impossible to talk about what this movie's about without spoiling it. So, well, basically, I think the, the back-of-the-box quotes, because that doesn't exist anymore, but, like, only I'm to be, it's, like, two girls One are dealing white. dealing with, like, uh, an abandoned, an abandoned like, uh, Catholic school, and there's, yeah, like, a that haunting. Yeah, but right, like... right. But every single scene deals with, like, what you expect, and then they turn it on its head, and it works. Yeah. They're Two girls must battle a mysterious evil force when they get left behind at their boarding school over winter break. That doesn't even... Totally wrong. That Two is... girls get left behind at a boarding school should be the entire synopsis of the movie, because battles an evil force isn't right. No. They play... But, but they play with your expectations of what you think the movie's gonna be. Yeah. They play with expectations once you know what it is. They play with no, expectations with the fucking timeline, with the character reveals. Right. Like, it's... It's unbelievable. Like, there's a scene with a... You've seen this scene a million times before where a man picks up a hitchhiker and it's like, he sneaks in after his, it's, where's your wife? Oh, she's in bed. And you're like, oh, well, and you know, this girl. is going. Yeah, exactly. It does and, not go there at all. And it's almost, it's, and then and, and you're both going to grow. Oh, it's Lynchian. It's very Lynchian with the sound design. I'm out. And it makes, <laughs> it makes like, it, uh, it makes scenes that aren't necessarily like, how many furnace babies are there? No. no. Oh, there's a furnace. Well, there's a furnace. But it makes scenes, like, the, the sound and the atmosphere of this movie the makes scenes... The sound design's scenes, really intense. It makes scenes that, that aren't, that's, like, on paper aren't the tensest scenes, but they just add this extra element where you're just like, I'm just, I don't, I'm on my edge of my seat. I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. And it's an hour and a half. Yeah, it, it's... You're in and out. I'll watch it. It's yeah. done. It's incredible. I'm not gonna understand it, but I will. No, it's, it's, it's totally... You that's said what, that. That's no. what I said. Like when we like we find out the movie is like, oh, that's kind of dumb because it's yeah, it's not hard to understand. Right. Unless you're Rex Reed, who says it doesn't make any sense. Who's a fucking idiot? Uh, who he's we still hate? Alive? I hate Rex. Yeah, Reed. Fuck, Reed. <laughs> yeah fuck that guy. Yeah, if he, doesn't I, have I, to, no. he can come down here and lick our <laughs> asses. I, I have no problem badmouthing Rex Reed. He can get in the red letter asshole lick line. <laughs> well, no. I love this. This movie to me is like right there with like modern classics. Like this is like it follows. Yeah. This is you know it's amazing. Bob Duke, uh, I love this yeah. movie. I I thought this movie was absolutely. Like Rex Reed's in the business end of a scotch bottle quite a bit. Rex Reed looks like the lead singer of fucking Accept. He looks like a transitioning Harry Carey. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry that we have to talk. I just don't want to spoil. Yeah, there's it. no it, way to it, talk about the movie at all without spoiling it. I'll spoil it next week. It's so fucking yeah. good. <laughs> so fucking good. Yeah. So and don't tune in. It's a movie. Red Letter Media. It's another movie by A24. You, <laughs> you should all kill yourselves. Oh, A24. Um, they, they, they're 
bring that movie with that stupid title. Yeah, fucking rad. God loves man, tiger, cry, punch, <laughs> death, yeah. forgiveness before oh. dawn, night. Yeah, <laughs> death not sleeps the prayer. Tiger. A prayer before, before dawn. dawn. That looks fucking rad. Yeah, it's just called Undisputed Five. A prayer before dawn. Yeah, the title is awful. Yeah, but A twenty four did that. They did It Comes at Night. They did uh, something else. Green Room. Did Raw, they? Raw, came out. Life After Death. Pretty good. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> the Disaster Artist, The World, oh, yeah, Ex yeah. Machina. Ex Machina. Wow. Yeah. Good Lady Lord. Bird. I That's heard, I hear really Lady Bird's yeah. good. I need to watch it. Lots of stuff. Also about Hank Hill's dog. Oh, I thought it was about Lyndon B. Johnson's <laughs> wife. Lady Birds. Um, but yeah, go watch The Black Coast Daughter. Yeah, me, yeah, me and Sean really don't want to spoil it, because yeah. I think if you give away too much, I think it ruins some we of the We just happen to be watching it like at almost exactly the same time. It's so good. It's I Honestly, and it's a movie that I think about... There's like... There's little... It, Which it's Reddit, you're juicy for The Black Coast Daughter. It's written so fucking well. There's little crumbs in the beginning that like yeah. you don't really... Appreciate until you watch the whole movie and you're like, oh wow, that was like really fucking clever. Like, I love this movie. I'll yeah, what Eric Roberts' daughter's really good in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you mean Julie Roberts' niece? Yeah, That's right. eyebrow Roberts. What's her name? Emma. Emma, Emma Roberts. Yeah. But oh, yeah, I love her. Yeah, she's she's, she's Eric Roberts' daughter. Yeah, okay, no good on her. Um, anyway, let's talk about the 44th child. What was the name of this movie? Child, child 44. 44. I like my title better. 54. No, Studio 50. Club 51. <laughs> Club 51. Um, so yeah, who wants to... Gogs, tell people about this movie. So it's a movie... All these windows open. About Russia. <laughs> and about <laughs> communism. <laughs> and then about secrets. And eventually about murder, but also about love and for a good bit about trains. And then more about secrets. <laughs> I think the movie's about trains. The trains feature a pretty heavy presence. I don't think it's about trains. There's train. more trains than Gary Oldman's. That is true. That the is train true. got more screen time. There's hella train in this movie. Yeah. There's a lot of trains. Not a good kind either. No. And it's about homosexuals and trains and yeah. murderers and trains. The homosexual part is very quick. Yeah, but the train got him. Because well, that, that train is... Train added him to his the talent. train did not get the homosexual. The train, is a, the train committed a hate crime. What? Yeah. He jumped in front of the train. Yeah, when, the they, train when he made him write the list down. Right, right. He just, oh. All he wanted to do is hug the train. The train was like, nope. Oh, is that how you read that scene? <laughs> yeah. I love you, train. He loves trains. Trains don't love him. So, yeah. And it's about maybe marrying someone you hate... But at the same time, going on a wacky crime caper, solving the, the best. With the them. best way I can describe this movie to anybody is this is an excellent espionage movie wrapped in a not quite very good serial, serial killer, killer movie. movie. And the the way we talk, actually we just talked about the Black Hood's daughter and how that description doesn't fit this movie at all. Yeah. The description. So we so tonight again we were looking for a Gary Oldman movie. Looking for Oldman. And we're just going through Amazon. <laughs> And this stuck out, of course, because Tom Hardy's in it. Right. So it's like there's a we all stuck there's out. A, there's yeah, a there's a But the the description of this movie made it sound like a night. Well, I didn't even say the time period, but yeah. it made it sound like a Silence of the Lambs type. But movie. the front looked like the, the cover made it look like it was uh, was chain reaction. Look what was happening in the future. And yeah, the, the, the cover was garbage. Like any new movie. Speaking of garbage covers, I'm kind of disappointed with my Blade Runner cover. Yeah, it's, it's, it's real weird. It's that same lame ass yeah. poster they did with all the. It's just with the four leads and then just the car photoshopped and, yeah. like garbage. What would you want? Something artsy. And Something that's actually nice. Yeah. Sense. I mean, there's a thousand great artists like Google fucking Blade Runner. <laughs> nice. Anyway, I agree with you, Sean. Yeah. But poster art is dead. Like yeah. that, you know. 
You don't Can't Mondo make my video cover? Seriously. Or what, what's his name? He's still alive. The Drew, Drew Struzan. Yeah, get him to do one. And lazy prick Drew Struzan. Drew Struzan did the... I don't like Drew Struzan either, and if he doesn't like it, he can come down here and lick my <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Is Frank Frazetta still alive? No. That's too bad, because he would have made a really good fucking Blade Runner. Frank Frazetta? Runner. <laughs> How many years? Jesus Christ. Is Frank Frazetta still alive? Jesus Christ. Frank Frazetta is Blade Runner. Anywho. I would love to see him. It would be a lot more than that. Uh, <laughs> what is that robot? So, like, this movie's like, this movie starts. This movie, oh, I didn't do it does start. It looked like it was going to be like a good movie. And then. <laughs> wow. The movie, wow. Oh, the movie opened. <laughs> the movie opens with like this really strong, like Tom Hardy, almost Jew Hunter esque, like KGB character. He's like, like the, he means the character of the Jew Hunter. Yeah, movie. like, yeah. yeah you could have phrased that a little bit. Yeah, sorry, sorry. My bad. Yeah, fucking, you know, Hans-Landa. Hans-Landa, whatever his name is. Hans-Landa. 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 H-A-N-D-A. Slam. John Reno. Hans-Landa. catch these Hans-Landa. But, uh... What? Like, he's like, he's, you know, he's like a... Basically a... Well, actually, it opens with... It opens with a weird orphanage a scene, an orphanage. and he Bring runs away, joins the Russian military, then flash forward to World War II, they're taking the Reichstag, and it's like him and his, like, Soviet buddies killing a bunch of Germans. He's wearing 50 fucking swatches, like, cool movie. He's not. The other guy is. Oh, I thought, no, he was, because the guy's like, remember, you had to, I heard you had to take all the Well, because they were lying about him. him. They were lying, because oh. the other guy had him, and he said, I'm not taking the watch as long as you do. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah this whole movie yeah. is about lying and everything. Tom Hardy, everything. Tom Hardy poses for the Soviet Iwo Jima thing, yeah. and then... They, the, the Soviet Pearl Harbor thing, as you said. <laughs> so now we're, so now we're in Now Now, which is 1953, and... Tom Hardy is kind of like a, he's a he's a KGB agent. He's kind of living the good life of just black bagging and murdering people and destroying their families. But he is now married to Numi, uh, giant face. And oh my god, I just now realized that was her. <laughs> what? I totally forgot that she was in the movie. Are you serious? I swear, I'm not even kidding. I swear to God. Wait, what? Totally forgot. Totally forgot. Who is this bitch with the big face? You said her name. Oh boy! Well, we said it in the beginning because I saw. I was like, "Oh, new me rape face." Because when I see the thing, that's my reaction to say that. Then I totally blanked. Yeah, so that's her whole face the whole time. Oh my god! I don't. Is her face that big of Prometheus? No. I don't think her face has ever been that big before. Did she get stung by me? She looks like she looks like she yeah. She looks like she got she ran across like Mickey Rourke or some shit. Yeah, she got she got she got a mash face. Mickey Rourke definitely has that lion face. Her face looks like Kathleen Turner's asshole. Oh, jeez, that face like a boogie board. But so so now you get this sort of scenario. Ooh, Ooh, that's that's a good call. God, so R.I.P. Yeah, Tom Hardy's married to Maniac Cop. So, dude, new me replace Maniac Cop with a giant face. Oh my God, her face is so good. So anyway, (laughs) then the movie starts. Yeah, then the movie starts meandering because you've got Joel Kinnaman as a cowardice. KGB officer that kind of hates he Tom Hardy and, and covets his fucking giant-faced wife. Yes. And yeah, then... The, this is another one of those movies we... And, you know, it's sexist in order to bring up where, like, these people are fighting over a woman that, like, nobody... Tom Hardy oh, and yeah. Joel Cinnamon would not be fighting over a woman. I think his name is Joel Cinnamon. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, and then John Connor gets, like, exposed and got for reasons unknown. Yeah. I guess just to set the table. Fucking, but, what's that guy's real name? Jason uh, Clark. Jason Clark. Jason Clark is in this movie for reasons. He's in this movie for he, like he's two reason, minutes. He's in it to set up the fact that I guess deep down inside Tom Hardy's not a complete monster, but Joel Cinnamon is. But why didn't they just cast like you? Anybody? Like, right. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, why is Charles Dance in the movie for five minutes? Yeah, less than that. Like, yeah, two minutes. And then the movie starts exploring this sort of weird serial killer aspect as a bunch of young boys. Are getting their organs removed and drowned by really, train stations. It's not really a then. It's kind of like concurrently. Yeah, and right. It's not but really then, and and then, but then somehow, for some reason, Ab- Tom Hardy's got to go around and like blame his wife. No, because, for treason. Because the wife, the wife. So the 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 not what is it? Not KGB. MGB. It's like the precursor. MGB. This is why we need synopsis. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so the MGB man. was spying. So it, it was brought to Tom Hardy's attention that the MGB had information on her that she was was a, a traitor, and you found out later in the movie that that teacher that got beat up that was all performance art. Right. So that's why so they were monitoring. Her no, I mean, I get it the whole time. So that's that. But that's why you said like some reason. But they. But at that point, it's reasons unknown. Well, yeah. At that point, but yeah, I mean, we watched the movies. Fine. So. <laughs> But anyway, so this, it's this convoluted so, in and out, who's a tra- So you have this constant theme of people being double-crossed and treacherous double-crossed. and no one willing to enough. There's this, there's this idea that murders can't happen in Soviet Russia right. because this is paradise and murder is a Western crime. This, the whole movie is there's the truth... Mm-hmm. And the truth. You can't see his like, head yeah. shaking and nodding, but yeah, it's a good And, and people are willing to acknowledge certain things, but not others. And they kind of like forcibly put blinders on to make sure they don't get a bullet in the back yeah. of their head. It's a. It's, this is where the movie unfortunately kind of like falls off the rails. Like there's a beautiful scene where they're gonna kill Tom Hardy's wife. Oh my god! And he's god. hugging her. So good. And he's yeah. facing the the executioners, mm-hmm. and he's like, she's pregnant. You know, she's pregnant, he points to the back of her head, like, yeah. please shoot her in the head and kill her instantly. Right. And then they don't kill her. But and then they, they exile, exile them yeah, to them, another crummy town where they have really Gary Oldman. Yeah. And the movie kind of starts to come off the rails. But there's also no murders there of boys. Well, because the guy's just hopping the rails like a hobo killing boys. He's a hobo, sir. But now, and then Numi... Dosed brownie? But yeah, like New Giant. He's got his little, his little tasty bag of Drugos. Tasty bag. <laughs> <laughs> Come so, your tasty bag. So the guy from what's his name? Alec, you know his name? Patty Considine. That's he's the name. killer. Yeah, the killer is. He's yeah, from uh, a lot of the Edgar Wright movies. Yeah, so he's Edgar Suit. He's there, <laughs> and he's <sighs> killing boys and taking their guts, and then. Oh. He works at a tractor factory, but, but then then you also see the oh, why am I so uh, sick? That like uh, and which the, is what totally you would call the, the red dragon scene. Yeah. It was totally not needed yeah. at all. Like I don't. There's like a, a weird subplot where you're supposed to feel sympathetic <laughs> towards the murderer, and I don't understand why that's there. Yeah. That's, any point. And then the whole thing kind of goes back to Moscow, but then back to the exiled country, and then there's like almost a train murder. They get double exiled. And then yeah, they get double exiled. Then, and then Tom Hardy's still taking it upon himself to solve this murder that he's not willing to admit a murder, and then he connects various widely spaced dots, and then ends up in the woods to have some sort of weird confession yeah. slash conversation with another fellow Ukrainian orphan when you say before someone else got blasted, then they have a predator-esque mud fight, and then... Joel Cinnamon gets his brains bashed in, and then they make 
uh, Mad Max, the chief of police. Basically. With no cheese. The chief. Yeah, the actually chief, send. The chief with no cheese. They send the former commissioner on a train to wherever, and they bring Tywin Lannister in there to fucking handle business. When you say widely placed dots, you're 100% right because. What's up? Glass. I'm a little akimbo. Sorry, but you have a lot of problems with me. Um, so. You mean there's two of them? <laughs> no, they. Akimbo means. That's not what that means. No, a skew. Akimbo, like in Call of Duty, when you have guns, akimbo. You have multiple when your legs are space. akimbo, yeah, I think it just means out. you're out. I don't think it means two. I think it means you're like holding a wide stance. Either way, your glasses were akimbo. askew. Anyway, they weren't. Out. Uh, so, but what you were saying about <clears throat> wide dots, you're 100 percent right. So the dots were akimbo as fuck. <laughs> there you go. So they Kim, <laughs> akimbo flung out wildly or widely or haphazardly, like his glasses were. Flung out haphazardly. Stop flinging your glasses, bro. Sorry. Let's disagree with the show. definition. Agree oh. <laughs> <laughs> disagree with English. Um, so anyway, they so so they're exiled again, right? And at a certain point, they just get they they murder stab a guy, and then they just jump off the train, and well, then the happens. told them to prison shank them, right? Well, no, they got. I understand the prison shanking part. That yeah. was from. Could have been one of them did exactly right. I get that part. So how do you no, not I, understand that? No, I get it. No, it's just the, dumb. The part, why is it dumb. Why is that dumb? Because yeah. why not just kill him? Because he couldn't get he there. He can't do it. Yeah, and he, he knew put him on the train. But that's different. But they can't. Like he's got a secret. He's got a. He's gonna do a secret. He had, well, no. He was told he had an order to to put them on that train. So he right. can't fucking murder them in the fucking street. Because, mm. but he can have somebody do it. That's all. Yeah. I get that part. No, the part I don't understand is so they're put on this train. And then they murder stab this guy. Then they just randomly jump off the train, and that just happens to be the place where this guy's fucking no, tractor factory. They jumped is. off the train, and it's not far right. from Rostov, I mean, which the other guy would have said is if I was this guy, that's where I would but go. But that seems a little convenient, doesn't it? It does seem convenient, <laughs> it's like, doesn't it? It's like, well, good thing we're only like a mile away from this. But that's just more like. They go to the they go to the tractor hey, factory, and then right. like <laughs> Russia's like Delaware, and they're like, let me look at your books. Oh, he did it. Yeah, yeah, that's rough. He like well, and, and then later in that scene when when Tom Hardy confronts the murderer, they talk about being in the army together, and I thought I maybe they this, knew each other. But this like, feels like it wrote itself into a corner, but it's based on a book, so I'm not sure how that's possible. I think I think that this is just my book wrote itself. My <laughs> this is just my <laughs> dude makes so much money. Books wrote <laughs> this is just my interpretation. the basement, make them write themselves. <laughs> this is my interpretation of it. I think a lot of these plot threads work better in a book where you could like have a lot of time to flesh yeah. them out. But they just cr instead of what what most things do, what screenplays do with stuff like this, like Jaws, for example, sexy it up. Well, that, book so that book is terrible. So Jaws, they cut out the the whole uh, fucking uh, Hooper love triangle with uh, Hooper drives the wife chief exactly and the voodoo. So they cut all that the, shit out, the, the right? Telepathy. So they don't they don't put all those extra plot yeah. threads in. This movie it felt like all these threads from the book they stuffed in, even though you could have just cut them all out. Like yeah. they're or not all, but like I don't know. The serial killer feels like an afterthought. Like. There's too many motivations, but not enough resolution. There's too many MCs, not enough. Like everything gets resolved. Right. Super tight. There's Tom two, Hardy's left alive over everyone. There's two plot threads, but the one is so convoluted, like... <laughs> and I kind of don't care about it. Don't care. Which one is that, though? The, the murder one. Yeah. Because the espionage one is pretty good. Yeah. So, but I think you'd be better off with... I like the idea of... 
I like the idea of having to solve a murder that no one can admit is a murder. Yes, I like, like that this as espionage well. area. But they, but they didn't. They, you didn't need to look at this. You didn't right. know anything about the serial killer. No, at all. but it's also not also totally framed that way because like once they kind of there's that one scene where the woman will talk about the witness. But other than that, he's just doing regular RA detective work. Like it's yeah. not. But, super interesting. But there's weird, like, there's weird, like, spy intrigue stuff that's just kind of, like, feels tacked on. Like, the bit where you find out that our teacher friend's, like, a mole for the, the mole, MGD right or whatever. You don't... MGD. You don't... It's like, okay, fine. So what? Yeah, no. Like, what was your... What was she going... What was the end game? Right. She went to him for information because he's part of the underground resistance to topple the Empire. They know about murder. Like, what was her... I don't... Why? Why? also... We're getting that from uh, Red Letter Media. That's where we see that from. But, uh... So... Sucker dicks. (laughs) So, another, another thing that I'd like to throw out that, like, was a good... Was good, but, like... Not developed right is the relationship between Tom Hardy and Numi Rapace, which is cool. Yeah. Especially like when you find out like her whole deal. But yeah. again, it's That's like a great scene. It's in service to nothing. Right. Yeah. This feels like a movie and its sequel that got smashed together real fucking hard. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Like there's a there's there this needs to get leaned out a little bit. Yeah. There's, there's there's scenes that can just be can wholesale go away. This movie and Alec will appreciate this. This movie is Ghost Rider. Because the first half of this movie, we're like, where is this going to go wrong? Yeah, and then we... And then the second half of And you're like, oh... It just it hits oh. a wall, and it kind of just kind of falters under its own weight. Like, there's too much shit going on. And even on. the fucking end, when, like... So, the, Joel Cinnamon dies, the murderer dies... He gets his brain smashed Tom in Hardy, Tom Hardy uh, puts uh, Vincent Cassiel back on a train, and he's back to being in Moscow. It's like, okay, that's the end of the movie. Nope, there's, like, another 20 minutes of the fucking movie. It's like... Oh, oh they go adopt those kids. Did I need to see that? Oh, I forgot all about that. Yeah, of course you did, because it was stupid. Like, I don't know. Any, anything else we're going to talk it's about? It's a better movie if Tom Hardy somehow gets got in the woods, solving, like, putting the murderer down. Well, you can't, because apparently this is a three-book series, so maybe they're holding out hope for... Is that right? Or would have been, you know what would have been good? If Joel Cinnamon took out Tom Hardy before he could ever solve the murders. And he just fucking had to like. I mean, that would be more. Like, like, almost, that seems like more in line with the theme of the movie. Yeah. Like, 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 like he's like within striking distance of getting him. You know, it would've been better huh. if Joseph Stalin dropped from the sky and killed them both. I'm telling you, if it's Ooh, the like Joseph Stalin played by Scott Atkins. I'm telling you, if I'm or the, Michael Jai White, either one. If I if I was Black if Stalin, if I was ever dude, take a there's your exploitation movie. Time Black travel machine back, and I get black bagged by the KGB, and they ask me to name names. I'm naming Joseph Stalin. First, <laughs> I think it's gonna we do Hitler too. Yeah. Oh, cause yeah, cause they love Hitler. Like, they're big fans. Was it a box cutter? Yeah. Okay. Just in case I gotta take over a plane. Ooh. Anything else? Oh, fun, Anything else trying to talk about? Before we get into five knuckle shuffle time. Alec. Well, we're gonna have to watch a movie Gary Oldman's actually in at some point. Yeah, can anyone suggest a movie that Gary Oldman's in? No, the he's Dark not Knight. in this movie very much. He's not great. No, he's, he's not, not bad at it. He no. is totally serviceable. He's getting uh, out he's got Tom Hardy. I hate, I hate to say it, but like he could have been. They could have cast anybody in that role. Yeah. Like he, his, his, his role was pointless. It was just. I mean, it was Ugh. fine. It was serviceable, but like. 
they could have been. Could have been got more Town plot. is useless. Yeah, yeah. The, this is a movie. This is a one actor movie. Putting the whole fucking town murder. And I honestly yeah. think that the parts that I like are only because Tom Hardy's in it, and yeah. I, he does a great job. I think Monsters the first hour of this movie is great. Yeah, Tom Hardy just okay. What do you ratings. think, Alec? About what? Nice. Everything. What do you think about Red Letter Media? <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> Alright, five knuckles. They can fuck right off. Fuck them to death. <laughs> Alec. Eight. Wow. I like this movie. I like this movie a lot. <clears throat> yes. All the things you guys said were wrong with it, I liked. I enjoyed this whole movie from beginning to end. I just, I don't understand. Coast to coast, like butter and toast. I love child for. Yep. I like different Tom Hardys than you guys. Oh, no. <laughs> no, we all love Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah. Tom, Hardy's <laughs> Tom Hardy, not the problem. No. Yeah, Bronson's the and problem. Tom Hardy is just... Tom Hardy can mm. also eat my ass, but not in the same way. <laughs> like, like, a, like, a, like, like a respectful, loving way? Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like... Tom Hardy's great in this movie. Joel Kinnaman is... No, not terrible. Joel Cinnamon is not terrible in this movie. He's good in this movie. Yeah, he is. He's legitimately good. He's and he is terrible in, in Suicide he's Squad. Super tall. Apparently. Yeah. yeah he's like, foot, I think this eleven foot all pro like, center. He's like Sean Bradley. Seven <laughs> <laughs> seven. Hundred eighty pounds. Um, I think he probably is better in this because it's not that he has less to do, but he doesn't have to. Really show any emotion? No, <laughs> he could just kind of be like he's just like every bad actor is a great Russian because it's all about that icy demeanor. Yeah, yeah. I bet you Charlie Hunnam's Russian movie. Oh yeah, Orlando Bloom's Russian movie. I mean, <sighs> I think he's already Russian. He's definitely an elf. Are all Russian elf? Russian elf. They're all Russians. They're all elves. <laughs> um, yeah, like I, I don't know. Okay, he's only six two. He seemed like a and them trees must have been the hats. He's really skinny. Yeah. Tom Hardy's not that tall. Is no, he? he's like, he's like five eight. Yeah, hell yeah. So give it up. <laughs> Short six inch, six inch diff. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's fine. It was, I, yeah, there were like I said earlier. I think every movie could be a half hour. <laughs> I think it's an hour shorter. Oof. Alex opinion is fine because it's always fine. Yeah, always oh accepted. I have yeah. good reasons for it because I liked it. <laughs> Makes sense. Because I win. <laughs> Alright, so eight. Eight. eight from Alec. Team Alec is in eight. Yeah. Gogs. So it opened first hour. I was like, we're in like nine, ten territory. Oh, yes. Like, if this holds up, I'm. I'm, I'm landing. You can't see Alec's eight <laughs> fingers he's holding up against. I'm, I'm landing at a seven. Ooh. It's, it didn't go it, down that far. It That's didn't. Surprising. It didn't, but it, it's carried solely on how much. How good Tom Hardy is in it. Tom Hardy, like Tom Hardy's, the front half of it with Tom Hardy is really, really good. Tom Hardy's good at the whole time. He's so convincing. Does it seem like he's in the movie less in the second half? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot more running around, and then he sort of split time with Numi Rapace or whatever. And they introduced the killer, who had got a little bit of screen time. Yeah, right. too much screen time. But like, there's there's some and there's some really great there's some really powerful scenes in it. Like the scene with him and Numi Rapace when she's talking about. Why she did what she did and kind of like just rips him to like his reactions in yeah. that scene yeah. are amazing. His bit in the beginning is amazing. Like his stuff is he's bringing he's bringing it. He's not phoning the shit in all. I even thought Gary Oldman's bits in there. Gary Oldman's bits. He wasn't mm. he wasn't as strong as uh, Tom Hardy was in those scenes. But I think 
Gary Oldman was old fine. Man. He has good. He, like, he was. He's still bringing strength. Fine or good. This good. Way too different. Well, this is kind of a weird reversal then, because like he was the best part of the last two movies. And and Joel Cinnamon, I thought did well. <laughs> I, was, um, I love his new name. I, can I just say I love his new name? He, like, he I hope we see him in more movies. <laughs> I thought he was like. <laughs> I thought he was like Bush League Bobo Charlie Hunnam. Oh Christmas my God, Empire. Bobo Charlie Hunnam. <laughs> Did you call him Crystal Vampire? <laughs> no, fake Charlie. Oh my god. Sub Hunnam? Sub Hunnam. That's Sean and I just new punk fans. Same chemical compound that allows him to be like sort of a charisma absolver. Mm. But like he. Charisma absolver? Yeah, like he absolves everyone of charisma. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna fight me at Akimbo, but charisma absolver we're gonna go with. Oh, like. You know what absolve means, right? Yeah, he's like, to forgive. forgive. Yeah. <laughs> you're forgiving them of their charisma, and then it goes away. So like, like you're like, hey guys, I'm fine with you having no charisma. I, I have it just goes there. Okay, okay, it's, okay. Now it's like penance for please, charisma. Keep... Remember Speedball can, can... when he became penance? Didn't he have I a pet? It? Pet? Didn't he have like a Speedball pet? That it... yeah. Oh, not not when he was no. I think when he was penance, he had a pet too. Really? Was it penance? Yes. Nice. Anyways. Seven. Seven, huh? Seven. Sean. Uh, it's a six. Six. Uh, about again, it started out like a nine or a ten, but this movie hits a fucking wall. This movie might hit the biggest wall we've seen. Because usually it's a turn. It's like a You can feel it. There's a... So we've talked about movies that were like, oh, this will have to take a hard turn, and it never does. This one kind of does. And it just kind of like... It decompresses almost. It's like really tense, really tight, and then it just kind of goes... <laughs> It's like, it's like At a, least it's burnt. It's, it's like a, eating a golden corral when you get yeah. home. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> or it's like if you're like squeezing like you know soup out of a bag or something. It's like it's all tight. And it kind of falls out the bottom. Like it's, uh, it's dead guts. I really had a lot. I'm more disappointed than mad. <laughs> like, yeah. It just kind of gets. Eh. It just kind of ends. That's as big as No, well. it just kind of takes forever. It takes yeah, but I mean, like, but the, but the just end just sort of happens. Every sort of keeps I feel like the whole serial killer, everything that just sort of happens, like, he sort of sees him at the factory, and it's like, oh, he that's He sort of just ends up at the right, like, when he gets exiled, yeah, it just happens to end up at, the, like, the, the, the it's, it gets center of the well, there's only one exile train. Well, yeah, there's only one train on one train in Russia. <laughs> well, it's a small place. It Moscow to Rostov. <laughs> that should have been the title of the movie. Three Apparently, there's also a guy named the Ripper of Rost, the Rostov Ripper, and the Butcher of something or other is like a real guy. Oh, so it's loosely based off real events? Yeah. Everything is. Just like me. Like yeah, but like Tom Hardy's excellent in this movie, but so it just kind of just. Ugh. Yeah. Again, cut. I you could do a really nice 90 minute cut of this movie. Yeah, but we need the fans to do super cuts. <laughs> yeah, all those hardcore child forty four fans. <laughs> <laughs> TJ, um, this is also a six for me, dog. Um, I, I forgot to mention this is directed by the guy directed Life, which is a movie we all talked about. Also, which I thought was really good. It's really good until the last minute. Yeah, it doesn't drag like this movie. No, does. but the last minute of Life is worse than anything in this movie. Yes. I agree. Okay. Um, I I want to like this movie. I I want to like this movie a lot more than I do because it looks great. 
Um, there is some really, really beautiful like work in this movie. The opening some beautiful, gross work. Well, yeah, yeah like, it's dingy. When, when you, the the opening sequence, it doesn't feel fake gross. It feels gross. no, it feels really gross, gross. gross. Yeah, the, that's their paradise. The, <laughs> opening, right. the opening sequence that's in like World War Two out of nowhere seems really cool. When they go to that exiled like shithole part of town, like that broken down building part of town. or part of part Russia, country, yeah. it Russia. looks like it, it looks like I'm at a fucking silent hill. Yeah, it, it does. Disgusting, and I loved it. And I mean, Tom Hardy's great. I know I keep saying it, but like he—he's the best part of the movie. He's so compelling in this movie, and he's even doing the accent. It doesn't bother you. Doesn't bother me at all. Perfect. Everybody's doing the Russian accent, but like it's not the classic Russian accent. It's not like oversold, so it works. But like, I just—I don't know. I want like a tighter version of this movie because I feel like there's so many things that are just kind of dangling, like. The the uh, I already forgot his name. Cinnamon. What's it? Joel, Joel Cinnamon. Cinnamon? Joel Cinnamon. Robocop. Joel Cinnamon. Numi Rapace and Tom Hardy's like love triangle. Maybe underdeveloped. No, it's yeah. not. Maybe it's there, but it's just underdeveloped. Was she love? Yeah, does she I, love Joel no, Cinnamon, or is she just also just, scared of him? I think it's just he wants her because that Tom Hardy has yeah. her. It's not really a triangle. It's a it's a covetous love. situation. It's a rehedron? It's a love Well, like, kind of spoiler. Spoiler. She doesn't really love Tom Hardy until inexplicably at the end she does. Yeah. And she... There's a point in this movie where she could just go away and it's fine. The beginning? No, I mean, like, after... Really, well, yeah, at the beginning. Really, she should just murder her in the beginning. She should just leave after her whole reveal to him. She went back to her home planet. There's just a lot of things in this movie that just don't fucking work. And... I feel like it could because there's so many great pieces. It's just nothing really comes together. There's little vignettes that are really good. It's 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 a movie that's made by very talented people that just never it just never hits the right stride. It's a real Dave Matthews band. And I I, I hate it because I want to love it. Like I was like again I we've all said this but like I the first the beginning of this movie I was like this is fantastic why have I never heard of this fucking movie and then it's like. It, it still doesn't to, deserve to, like the scores that it's no. received. To to uh, yeah. to quote The Simpsons, which is something I never do. Uh, there's a scene where Mo brings uh, Homer a big bag of regular Oreos, and he goes, "I don't know what's wrong with this one." Then he eats it, and he goes, "Oh, that's his movie." Like I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with this movie, and then the end happens. You're like, oh, like it's just it's so disappointing. Like what happened? And and like. The, the parts we're talking about Gary Oldman like he's very forgettable in this movie but there's like sequences there's like cross cutting sequences where he like meets the victims families and like even that part seems underdeveloped like I like Gogs was saying earlier like I like the idea of a society where they can't address these murders yeah, like, like everything is covered it, uh, covered up by the yeah. government which I think is cool but again it's just kind of given lip service like it's never really fleshed out and I think that there there's a story. Yeah. Or the serial like that. Just focus on the serial killer. That's all I want. Just focus on that. Or focus on the the conspiracies and the sabotage and all that sabotage and all that stuff. Or focus on the the phony relationship that Numi Rapace and Tom Hardy have to have because of that secret right. society. One of those three, not all three. The problem is the problem is they don't. They kind of work the serial killer in a land of secrets. Angle, but they never really rectify it with any palpable 
any results. Unless unless the whole thing is it finally gets exposed at the end, and that's why that one dude that looked like a human vampire gets put on the train because. What do you mean they don't give it? They don't rectify. I mean, they rectify. It just I mean, they rectify, but it's never. Like, yeah, it's. I, I mean, that's kind of the point. I think this. I don't. I kind of read that they sent Vince Cassell back on the train, not because he was corrupt, but because he embarrassed them. That's right. Well, that's what I'm saying. This whole thing came to light. Yeah. Yeah, And so now we have to, now to revise history, we've got to send him away, act like this child murderer was a Nazi. Right. And now Tom Hardy, who saw this whole thing go down, you're in charge, war hero. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a 1984. Yeah, it's going to be redacted. Yeah. You know, uh,. Everything's edited out, which is true. I mean, 1984 right. is based on fucking Stalin and shit he used to do. They have fucking Photoshop before Photoshop was a thing. But I guess it's just not as satisfying as you want it to be. I mean, I would... Because it's so... There's a whole second half so deflated. Yeah. Uh, so that's the movie. There you go. Uh, what's next week, Sean? Book of Eli. I thought you picked something else. No. We picked Book of Eli. Book of Eli. Get that machete with them speed holes. Well, yeah. Well, uh... What's his name? Uh, Gary Oldman. Is, strikes there. I think those are pretty short. Gary Oldman's <laughs> in that a bunch, so at least hopefully, we'll... yeah. No, yeah, I've like... seen it recently. Yeah. Who's the female in that? The female lead in that? Who is the female? Who's the bitch? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't remember. It's, is it Dakota Fanning? It's it's a child, right? It's no, not... there's an adult too. There was an adult. An adult. I mean, we all adult. Adult. An adult. It's the Bible. Adam, I still contend spoiler it's alert. a much better Daredevil movie than the Daredevil movie. The actual Daredevil movie? Yes. Uh, I always count. Now Now that we live in a world with a Netflix TV. not a movie. It's better. It's it better doesn't, doesn't matter. All right, everybody. Um, watch Child 44, I guess, if you want yeah, to. Watch the first hour. Do what you have to do. Do whatever you have to do. Mila Kunis. There oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. That's the one. Hey, Ray Stevens. She Isn't she Russian? She's got some yeah. Russian in her. Yeah, yeah, yeah.